Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty Boss Millionaire Podcast with Felicia Fricasi. Her mission is to empower you with short, on-the-go business tips and advice to help you successfully start and run your company like a boss. And now, here's your host, Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi. Welcome back to Beauty Boss Millionaire. I'm your host, Felicia Fricasi. The objective of this episode is to shift entrepreneurs' mentality from being a worker to a successful CEO and changing that mentality from a place of poverty to a place of wealth and success and millionaire status. Because that's really the goal, right? Now I'm going to get right into it. Changing your mindset from that worker mode, you know, always collecting a check to CEO is critical in this next level of you being a entrepreneur and being elevated to this level because it can really make or break you. Because with entrepreneurship, there is a high risk. In all actuality, it's one of the greatest risks that you'll take in your life. But also, it's a great reward if you can keep it producing fruit, if you can build it and bring more momentum in it, make it better every month, every six months, every year, keep the fire going, always putting a new log in the fire. Obviously, the log would be new products, faster ways to do things, and reinvesting in your business, you know, making it better, advertising, all those things is what keep this going. And the goal isn't to get stressed out. The goal is to keep on going because there is a danger if the mindset hasn't been changed from worker to CEO. Because CEO, you have to do a lot, a lot of work. And I mean, it is one of the hardest jobs of your life because you're not only doing one job, you're doing every single job and you have to do it with a smile. CEO, because workers just work and they go home, there's no reward for them. It's just like, okay, I just get my check. That's the reward. But when you're the CEO, when you're, entre- when you're the entrepreneur, There is such a greater level of reward. One, it's all yours. This is like you can have your cake and eat it too type of situation. And two, it will make you proud and it will make you, if you are running it right, it will make you a lot of money. And you'll be a lot happier because you're actually doing something that you love to do. That's why I always tell people don't be an entrepreneur for money, but be an entrepreneur because it's truly your passion and what you love to do. But let's go back to this whole danger I'm speaking about. If the mindset hasn't changed, every time an obstacle will come to you or a problem comes to you or an issue that arises or something that will happen, I mean, on a daily basis, I probably deal with anywhere from 20 to 30 problems come to me on a daily basis. That's minimum. That's on an easy day. On a hard day, I'm, I'm constantly getting texts, emails. Something's always going on and it could be up to 100 problems. I know this is going to sound really weird, but... It's almost like you're a little mini God. Think about it. All the prayers God hears, right? He hears the lady who's, who needs help. He hears the guy that is struggling. Please help me. And then you hear, oh, I have a problem. And then you hear, oh. And so your whole job is to fix everyone's problems and fix the operation as well. And even customers, those are your problems. You have to understand that there's a greater level of responsibility when you're an entrepreneur. And that's why that mindset has to change. You're now responsible for everything and everybody. It's almost like you're the pastor over your your sheep or the president over the company, like a president of the United States. You're the president of everything that happens concerning you, meaning that you have to always think ahead. You can't take every problem and internalize and get all mad. You have to say, all right, let's fix next. You literally have to address every issue head on and go on to the next one. It's like shooting with two guns, you know, you got to come out blazing. (laughs) And I'm serious. I even give myself a pat on the back sometimes, especially when I get through a good week, like on a Friday, when payroll's all taken care of, everyone's smooth, everyone's happy, the customers are happy. I just look around and I, you know, where I'm counting the money and I'm just like, you know what? 
this is good. This has been a good week because I know that we're going to be productive. And typically when you start making money, it's just like what Biggie Small says, more money, more what? More problems. It's true. Yeah, every year I made more money and more money, but there was also a lot of more problems. Well, because think about it. For every 10 people, there's always one unhappy person. So now you've got 100 people. So how many unhappy people is that that you have to handle? 10. So dealing with those things, you have to do it with a, a positive attitude. You have to understand that you are the person that's going to help fix a lot of these problems. And I don't want you to ever regret this choice to become an entrepreneur because of all of the problems that you are going to be handling. You have to say, this is my job. I'm going to fix it. And you have to be a good problem solver. Sometimes I see these business owners and I, I don't mean to laugh, but you know, I've seen a lot of business owners in my life and I'm such a chill business owner. When I hear there's a problem brewing, stay calm, leave your emotions out of it because now you're dealing with money. You have to almost say, you know what? I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because this is money on the line. You rub someone the wrong way, talk to them any type of way crazy. You just lost a contract. You just lost a customer. Not only did you lose that customer, but now you lost all of their future paying appointments and you now lost all the business because, you know, they say for every one person that's unhappy, they tell how many people. I think it's 20. It's probably higher now because the internet social media. You're going to have to take the humble road. Sometimes people think it's just the opposite when you become a business owner. I can do what I want finally. No, it's just the opposite. You have to be more careful. You have to be more humble. You have to be more responsible. You have to answer every call and text or have someone do it at least. But people need feedback. People need to be responded back to. I see people that are horrible at responding to text messages. Those are some of the worst business owners because not only are they doing it with text messages, but they're doing it with important documents for the appointments. They're not showing up on time. They're not running the business properly. All these signs, I see it. It's so obvious. They don't know how to keep track of time. They're running a, what we call it in the hood, a ghetto operation. Also, if these are really helpful, please review, rate, and share, or just send the link to someone who may need this free business help. Do you have unwanted facial hair or underarm hair? Don't wax, don't tweeze. Stop in for Kasi Lashes and ask for laser hair removal. Six sessions for only $200 for the lip or chin. Bikini and underarm, only $300. For Kasi Lashes in the Gray Small, 225 Lash. All technicians are laser certified and overseen by Dr. Gary's. Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Millionaire Podcast, packed with testimonies and business tips to help you create financial freedom through entrepreneurship. Another thing I want to briefly speak on, and we'll get into this on the next episode, is, you know, don't always look for this cushion. This mindset of having this cushion, which is your paycheck every week or every bi-week, this needs to stop. That's why I always say it's good to either save up some money so you don't have to stress out, or if you can't save up money, the option B is reducing your expenses, period, so you can focus on funding your business. It's very simple. You have to have a level of discipline. When I started my business, I did not go to the mall. I did not get my nails done. Little things like that may have not seemed like a big deal, but you know, nails nowadays, they're like $100 a, a hand. You know, if you get some rhinestones or whatever you get, the stiletto nail, French manicure, gel, whatever it is, it can get pricey with your takeoffs, new sets, files down, cut down, pedicure, manicure. I learned how to do it all myself to save myself almost a month, about 200 to $250. And I even say, if you really want this bad enough, you might have to take that low road and go move back in with your mama. If she'll allow you, usually the mom always lets you back in or your parents or someone so you can save that money. But while you're there, you got to be focused. You can't be there like, oh, I'll stay here for about eight years. No, you need to be there for a good six months, no more than a year to save up and invest in that business. And you need to be out on your own. You should be able to stand on your own two feet. I am not an advocate of 
these weak entrepreneurs that leech off of people and call themselves entrepreneurs, but at the end of the day, they can't even stand on their own two feet. Your business should be able to provide for itself, one, and two, your business should be able to stand on its own feet in at least a year's time. If you're following every single step that I've done and spoken on in these episodes, then you should be standing on your own two feet. And there's something that you have to do. It's something you have to constantly do. It's like this life jacket. You know, when you're a kid, you have the life jacket on because you can't swim, right? But eventually that life jacket needs to come off. At first, it's okay to have it on because that's your safety. That's your cushion. But if you don't ever take that off and learn how to swim, you will always have that jacket on because it feels safe. And that's okay in the beginning. But at some point, you have to learn how to swim. And that's what I'm here for. I want to see entrepreneurs swim. I want you to be successful. So this whole being safe and feeling safe every week because you get a paycheck, you need to figure out how to look at your finances in a different way and save money so you can focus on that business. I mean, I'm hardcore with it. If you have to sleep in that store or your business, and that is your place, I've seen it happen all over New York City. I mean, successful people on Wall Street do it. I've seen, I've read stories about these guys who... You know, they had a business, they rented out an office, they took an L. Instead of closing the business, they say, you know what, I'll give up my apartment rent and I'll put it into my business because that's what's funding me. And if I have to stay there, I'm staying there until the business is successful. And I think they did it for like, I don't know, six months. They're like They would sleep in the office by night and then by day they would go in and fix it up early and let people wouldn't know. I, I've seen Asian people do it too. When they're first coming to America, they're going to do whatever they got to do to get here. I remember I was at this massage parlor down in Chelsea in Manhattan. And I'm going to quickly tell this story because it's actually hilarious. I was at this place. I was getting a massage. You know, it was a decent place, probably about $70 for an hour, whatever. So I walk in there and the lady told me to go in the room. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm going in the room with my little robe on. Well, some kind of way I took the wrong turn and I was in this other room that looked like a bedroom. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? And I start looking over. I see clothes. I'm seeing toothbrushes. I see suitcases. I'm seeing everything. I'm like, oh, so I started to put it together. I said, okay, so what she's doing, which I don't judge you got to do what you got to do sometimes. She's literally staying here. And in the other room, she's doing her business. Now, obviously, checking to leases and whatnot to see if that's even legal or illegal. Some landlords, they don't care. Some la landlords say, look, just don't tell me about it because I don't want to know about it. In New York, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And I've seen it all. But my point is, you should be making the ultimate sacrifice for your business. And that involves changing the mentality. You have to have that mentality, whatever it takes Obviously, it doesn't corrupt you morally, but whatever it takes to get the job done, do it. All right, I have to wrap up this episode and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the next episode. Just, you know, dealing with patience, understanding and just simply investing in your business and not being scared to spend your own money on your business. Thanks for tuning in to Beauty Boss Millionaire. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast. And don't forget to follow the Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Beauty Boss Millionaire.